Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. We are excited to announce that Martinis and the Macabre is going to be attending the first annual True Crime Podcast Festival on July 13, 2019 in Chicago. The festival is being specifically designed for podcasters and listeners to mingle, interact, and have casual conversations with the podcasters you listen to regularly. There will also be panel discussions and live episode recordings. Some of my personal favorites that are registered are Ignorance Was Bliss, Murder and Such, Dark Poutine, Sword and Scale, Southern Fried True Crime, and Already Gone, just to name a few. The list of registered podcasts updates regularly, and you can find it at tcpf2019.com slash podcast. You won't want to miss this. So go to the website tcpf2019.com to find information on tickets and the hotel. Prices do go up the closer we get to the event, so you won't want to wait. And when you buy your ticket, and this is important, guys, please make sure you mention Martinis and the Macabre on the ticket registration survey. We can't wait to see you next July at the True Crime Podcast Festival. Thank you for listening to the Martinis and the Macabre Podcast. This show contains graphic content and explicit language. It is intended for immature adult audiences. Listener discretion is advised. So about like 30 minutes before we started recording this, our cat was just screaming at me to let her outside, but I was kind of questioning it because there was a violent hurricane outside. I'm surprised that our house didn't really get torn to shreds. Well, I mean, cats lay on their feet. And we're, she would have been fine. And we're in Indiana, many states away from said hurricane. Well, the winds outside say otherwise. <laughs> It got pretty rough today. It, yeah. it did, but I don't think it was a... Here I am! Rock you like a hurricane! You're not a fucking nerd. Shut up. I am not. Such a fucking nerd. I am one too. I know. Don't worry. I mean... Nerds I, unite. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome to Martinis in the Macabre, hey. the podcast where we drunkenly discuss morbid murders, mysteries, and mayhem. Except one of us isn't drunk. I'm yes. not... Oh, two not, of us aren't drunk. I'm not at all. Well, She's inebriated. Yeah, yeah, wait, just wait. She'll start, she'll say, instead of like, police officer, she'll be like, police officer. 
And then I, she'll go back like three times. No, I won't. Yeah, that didn't happen last week. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. Should have just seen the whole thing. I was face. on point. It's happened enough times for me to. Until take... I said Toronto. It, okay. To, not Toronto. <laughs> Toronto. It's happened I'm enough times to for me to notice. Make note of it and point it out. I don't. I don't. I don't know the the Uber driver. Uh, it's go to Toronto. It's bound to happen. I'm the one doing the majority of the talking. As, at no, certain points, I'm gonna. F- no, you're doing the majority of the. I'm talking. gonna. <sighs> I hate you. I hate you. All right, guys. So evidently, oh, the and woman, I'm Billy. The woman that can't speak is Erica, your host, with my co-host Billy. Billy. He's dogging on me. Yeah, he is. Billy. Wow. And we have, a, we have a special guest this episode. He's right here. We have Minimus Noah, the creator of all of our fantastic music that we use at the end of the episode. Yeah, also um, our 14-year-old son, mm-hmm. who is still overcoming his laryngitis. Yeah, it's been a very rough ride. Yeah, you should yeah. have heard your mom when she had it. She sounded like Bane. <laughs> I'm sure you guys remember that many episodes ago when I was very sick and... Sounded like a burly man. You should have heard me when I was like full on sick. I was taking halls all day. There, there, there was tons of saliva building. I was like, hey, hey guys. Oh, yeah, God. he sounded like a creepy guy. Yeah. He sounded like, <laughs> and actually it leads into what we're talking about here. We'll get to that in a minute. But Noah sounded like a Victorian ghost child that died of tuberculosis. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> sounded like, you know, Bane. I sound like a demon. You have my permission to rate and subscribe. <laughs> Tell me that broadcast. You can find me at <laughs> martini underscore macabre on Twitter. <laughs> so, yeah. So, if you guys didn't hear that episode where I sounded horrible, I think I actually sounded horrible for a couple episodes. Cause that laryngitis lasted a long time. But if you didn't listen, uh, now you've heard what I sound like, according to Billy. <laughs> So, yeah, in, in the, the theme of being creepy... Well, first, I do have to say something. Our son Noah... Minimus Noah to you guys. Is... Don't purge me, God. <laughs> he's the biggest fan of dad jokes. Oh, God. So, uh, tell he, them, he's tell determined them. to break our son emotionally. No, no, no. We'll let the fucking fans decide. If it's fucking funny. Okay, okay. So before you tell them the whole stratosphere joke, uh, I, you guys prepare for this. This is so unfunny. You should have seen my face when, when he first told me it. I was, I was so. I feel like I'm distraught. being just pointed out and labeled over here. Yeah, you are. Oh, oh. I'm so sorry to say it, but okay. I actually kind of so, okay, here's a joke. Okay. Here it is. All right. Yeah. So, they're going to fucking love it. Sure. They're going to fucking sure. love it. Sure no, they are. Not. Yeah. They're not. Okay. I'm dropping Noah off at school. Mm-hmm. In front of us is a Dodge Stratus. And then Noah says something to the effect like, hey, it's a Dodge Stratus, right? Like, it's a Dodge Stratus. I haven't seen a Dodge Stratus in a long uh, time. Would, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you know, he, he yeah, mentioned yeah. it was a Dodge Stratus. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. And I said, hey, the bright lights, they're in a circle. It's a Dodge Stratosphere. That is such an awful joke. No, no, no. Erica, okay, right now, Uh, edit in Clapter. Clapter, clapping. Clapter, and I'm the one that messes up? (laughs) Laughter. Uh Laughter and clapping. Clapter. You just... I made a word. (laughs) I just made a word. 
Urban Dictionary, pick that shit up. Clapter. <laughs> if it's not there, I'm going to add it to the Urban Dictionary. Now, mind you, this happened over a week ago, and he has been harassing our son with dad jokes. Dude, okay, okay. So He's like, going to kill me. I, I'm about to rant for like 30 minutes on this. I'm not really. <laughs> One day. No, I know. I'm guessing like, like three days have been days where... Our, our text message conversations have been just him telling me dad jokes. But honestly, the best one was the one with the peanuts. That, that one was, was actually pretty good. Yeah, the peanuts one's pretty good. What's that one? Um, two peanuts are walking down the street. What was it? Like two peanuts are walking down the street. One got assaulted. One was mugged and assaulted. I got another one. We can start the show. Are you ready? Here it is, guys. Noah, I don't trust trees. Do you know why? Why? Some of them are pretty shady. Oh, wow. Boom! Wow. All right. Wow. That one was pretty good. So that's good. been it for the podcast, guys. Admit, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. I also don't like buying stuff made of Velcro. Why, Noah? <laughs> and Noah hangs it's his head. Rip-off. It's a rip-off. It's a rip-off. It's a rip-off. So you guys are going to see me cry in the middle of this. Billy literally sat here the other night, crouched down on the couch, sending Noah... Text after yeah. text of dad yeah. jokes, and he goes, yeah. I'm going to break them. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to break them. He sends me emojis of a face crying. Yeah. Yeah, I picked Noah up from school the other day, and he started a sentence by saying, you guys are going to see me cry on Christmas. And I thought he was, like, going to say, because I got, like, the thing that I wanted, like, out of excitement. And he was like, you're going to see me cry on Christmas if dad wraps all my presents in Stratosphere wrapping paper. I really hope that you don't do that. Billy actually found Stratosphere tissue no. paper. Oh, yeah. It's beginning it to look way a lot too expensive. like Christmas. It is way too expensive, honestly. Okay, let's the, start the, the show. The Stratosphere has overtaken our household and it's horrible. Yeah, it has. It is, it is horrifying. But we've got something more horrifying for you guys oh, this no. episode. But hey guys, if, um, if you can, Google pictures of the Stratosphere or the Stratosphere needle thing and then um put it paste it or put it on facebook and i'm gonna save the pictures and text them to Noah. <laughs> okay go ahead honey. or if you happen to find Noah on facebook i guess you could do that but that might be considered harassment of a 14 year old wow i'll do the harassing yeah send them no, to me no no no, no, no it's no, not no. child abuse in any way to emotionally major child abuse <laughs> you know what you're saying is pretty cold like it gets in the stratosphere when you Shut get up, up. there. Shut up. <laughs> no, no, no. I must break you. <laughs> no, no. This is what we do in our household. Yeah. We break our children emotionally. <laughs> All right. So getting into the Halloween spirit. Oh, I have to apologize. I was supposed to do this episode. Yes, Billy was. And the subject matter I was really enthralled with. I find... We'll do it at some point. That's why I'm not going to say what the subject matter was. I think it's very interesting. But at the same time, it's like... It's interesting in in, in a book you read. An article you read. Or a class you're taking. Like in a podcast? I had trouble kind of translating that over. He needs me to do some... Tweaks to it. Yeah. yeah. In, in his defense, he and Noah both did do some research yeah. because Billy did promise he was going to do the Halloween episode. I'm I'm doing my best, which really is like I should have tattooed and on And then me. a few days ago, he's like, yeah, that stuff you started researching, go ahead and go with that. 
This is yeah, because this is hard. Because I have to help Nugget make a diorama, and I did. Did I? I did. You did. Yeah, it did not take days and days and days. It took twenty five years. I I I don't know what you're you're talking about. I'm about to take all this out, our son. (laughs) Go ahead. Wait, which one? (laughs) Yes. Okay, go ahead, honey. <laughs> yeah, so so the research I had started, I had to pick back up and try and cram it all in for you guys for this episode. So for this episode, you know, we wanted to do something spooky for Halloween. And what's spookier than an abandoned Italian island that's hundreds of years old and was used to not only quarantine the sick and dying during the plagues... Ooh. As well as house the mentally disturbed. What's scarier than that? I'll tell you what's scarier than that. Tuberculosis, which is <laughs> raging through the streets, killing people. You know what's even more terrifying than that? Feline AIDS. <laughs> number one, number killer one cat of killer of feline cats. cats. Or, yeah, feline cats. What the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> and I'm the mess up. Uh-huh. You know, All I right. bet you nothing would have happened if I had kept my mouth shut. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Now I get to dig on you through the whole thing. Tuberculosis. <laughs> Stratosphere. Stop. stop okay. Stop. Okay. <laughs> So I couldn't really think of anything else that might be more disturbing than that. So we're going to talk about the long haunted island of Povelia, which is spelled P-O-V-E-G-L-I-A, but the G is silent, so it sounds like Povelia. Yeah, it's it's um, it's sad. S-A-D. The E is silent. Listen, <laughs> with. Here's something I found out is when Erica talks about a topic on this podcast, she's like, something I found really interesting. You, you, you can rewind just a couple minutes ago. Something is really interesting. I found this really fascinating. Oh, this was really neat. Yeah, this was really sad. Or I found this really sad. Whatever she finds interesting is sad. Not sad as in pathetic, but sad as in you're kind of going to bring me down. <laughs> well... This place originally was called Popilia, but is now Povelia. And if you are a fan of ghost adventures, which Billy just can't get enough of, then you may be familiar with this place as they did an episode on Povelia. Yeah, remember that one episode where Zach kept running around telling people to shut up? <laughs> oh, wait, that's every fucking episode. <laughs> he does the whole show. <laughs> did you murder someone? Hey, show yourself! He's like... I did it before, but I'll do it again. You ready for my Ghost Adventures impression? Oh my Go God. for it. Okay, yeah. I'm going to ask you a question, okay? Uh-huh. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Did you hear that? Whoa! Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. This is not why we're here. Shut up! I did it. There you go. Yay! In, in scene. Should I insert clapter here? Shut up! <laughs> it's like, it's like, <laughs> oh man, oh man, I don't... I don't know why the ghost threw a brick at me. I mean... I mean, look at me. I'm muscular and I have all this hair. Dude, we heard you shouting at <laughs> yeah, it. Was like, yeah, it was like, I wasn't being aggressive. It was like, you walked around and called the ghost a bitch. <laughs> Through most of the episode, really. Every episode you, you go call around every calling single it, ghost 24-7. Yeah, you just call them bitches and cowards and murderers. And it's like, yeah. Show yourself. One huh? of them at some point. I bet you one of them is saying next to another ghost, like, you know what, Steve? I'm going to huck a rock at this motherfucker. <laughs> and next thing you know, a brick comes out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> and then they ran. Yeah. <laughs> or my girl. And they ran off. And like, <laughs> tears are just flying up in their eyes. <laughs> I'm going to go back into places. I'm going to go back into places. Okay. So for some added fun, we're going to sprinkle in some clips of their paranormal investigation into the show. Or as I like to refer to it, the greatest show ever made next to Night Court. <laughs> some of the... Hard evidence, and that's said with heavy air quotes, 
of haunting that they found. And despite their questionable findings, I have wanted to cover this place for a long time because it is actually quite creepy. Oh, the, cool. I thought you were going to say neat, and I was going to be like, no, she fucking means sad. It's neat. Sad. <laughs> so we're going to use the closer from their episode to kick things off. Povelia Island has seen war, plague, and mass executions. We have learned firsthand that these ruins are now home to an uncountable number of ghostly spirits. There is good reason that the Italian government has declared Povelia off limits. Oh my God! Last night, we not only walked through centuries of history, Here we, go. we became a part of their ghost stories. So yeah, pretty creepy, right? I, I love that part. There was actually a parody of that on, I believe, uh, on YouTube. Some some group. Some. I shared that and tagged. Did you. they have many episodes? Turns out. <laughs> oh, and it turns out they met them. Really? Yeah, uh, yeah. Like like Noah. Like say you're Zach, right? And the guy that uh, made the video, they're sitting like this. <laughs> so evidently, they're they're. I'll, I'll hand it over to 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 the Ghost Adventures. They have a good sense of humor. Hopefully, they do, it. and they don't sue us for this. <laughs> We mean that, it in good fun. But that part yeah. where Zach's uh, possessed, yeah, yeah, air quote that, and he's like punching one, I'm so mad! <laughs> no, they say, Don't touch me, you! <laughs> you You're scaring the, the dog. shit out of the dog. Oh, sorry, it's okay, Sage. <laughs> or, uh, Look at her back up. Y'all good? Y'all good? Okay. Everything's oh. good here? All right. I was going to boop or snoot, Sage. Could you move? Yeah. If you boop or snoot, she won't go away. <laughs> Never mind. So, so yeah, that was what they closed the show with. But when they actually started the investigation, they noticed an ominous sign in the sky. Condensation trails from planes that formed an X. Just as we were about to begin our lockdown, we noticed this giant X in the sky, which bore a striking resemblance to the X's we make when placing our static night vision cameras. Was this a sign that something new we were coming? Time has come, guys. The first gunshot has been fired to mark the beginning of our battle on Povelia. With hundreds of thousands that were burned to their death over there by the plague, you've got an insane asylum that was built on there later. You've got murderers and, and convicted convicts that were sentenced to death over there. This is nothing more but a cesspool of pure dread. And we are going to be stranded on that island till dawn. <laughs> Condensation trails from planes that just happened to cross paths and made an X. Yeah. Oh, it looks like the X's we tape oh, for our. Say, oh, really, we're scaring the dog. There's a distrust <laughs> dog. No, she's gonna stay. Sit. It's funny because like there are people that were in that plane that are now part of a TV show that don't even fucking know it. <laughs> yeah. And they one don't of the, even know. One of the ghosts or orbs or orbs or dust. Orbs. Was like, hey, Tony, we should put an X in the sky. See, Leonardo, that is magnifique. And then they, and then two planes crossed and they were like, that'll do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Their, their accents completely cut off. Like, yeah, yeah. He acts like the coach in a college movie where they play football. All right, guys, this is going to be it right here. We're going to go in and we're going to set up night vision cameras and static cameras. Oh, they know. Oh, they know. But you got to be ready. You got to put your head down. You got to power through. 
The first shot has been fired. Yeah. One fucking shot. Ooh. Come on, team. (laughs) An X in the sky is the shot at you? What? Oh, God. All right. So so let's jump in. Povelia lies in the Venetian lagoon of northern Italy, just east of the top of, like, the boot. Because everyone looks at Italy like it's shaped like a boot. It's up in that northern part where it kind of curves out. It's just one of the 166 islets in the lagoon. And the mainland is split into two sections with a small canal running in between the two parts, which is connected by a bridge. There is a smaller third section that holds the remains of a military fort. So if you look at a map or a picture of the area, it's similar to what I would consider candy corn, which is quite fitting for the Halloween season. Festive and unnecessary. Because the three parts kind of taper down in size. It looks like candy corn. Candy corn's weird because, think about it, guys. I mean, like, I'll be sitting here. I'm sure Noah can relate. I'm sure you can, too. But be sitting here and be like, man, I could go for some fucking Sour Patch Kids. I could go for some Skittles. Never have I ever heard anybody be like, hey, you got some candy corn on you? I would probably hit them. I could actually go for some candy corn right now. Because you're probably a fucking serial killer. I could, too. Candy corn is is good. What's up with you? I don't know. I guess I'm the odd man out. Uh Uh-huh. Stratosphere. Freak! Mr. Stratosphere, man. <laughs> like, if so, somebody hands me candy corn, I'll take it. But I don't go looking for it. I don't either, but it sounds really good right now. I thought that... <laughs> you said you were, you were going to relate to the situation. It's like, you guys ever scarfed down tons of bags of candy corn? It's like, yeah. Yeah, I've been there. I've been there. Mark that off my bucket list. Been there, done that, <laughs> got the t-shirt. So the main part of the island covers 17 acres and is dotted with long abandoned buildings and ruin. Its first mention in print was in the year 421. People from Padua and Este, and hopefully I'm pronouncing those right. You probably didn't. They fled there as a safe haven from invasions by Alaric the Goth and Attila the Hun when the Roman Empire was declining. But historical records indicate that it had already been long inhabited by that time. A group of what is called Proto-Italians, or the Eugenii, had first inhabited the region as early as 2000 BCE. So, it's fucking old. Around 864, an Italian governor was killed, and it is said that 200 of his slaves... He had 200 fucking slaves. That's a lot. Yeah, that's one, excessive. That's more like a count on One is fingers. excessive, but 200? One slave is too many. Yeah. <laughs> so... So they were all of a sudden free, and they fled to the little island in hopes to live quiet lives and freedom. And that significantly increased the population on the island. It continued to grow through the centuries, and in 1379, Venice came under attack during the Chiogia War with Genoa. Hopefully I pronounced that right as well. <laughs> Officials forced the people of Povelia out in order to turn the island into an octagonal-shaped military outpost, complete with naval artillery. See, she's doing it. What did yeah. I say, Noah? Yeah. Noah, did you see it yeah. right now? She's doing it. I see it with my own eyes. See what I'm saying? I have my glasses on. I can see it. Glasses on. Complete with naval artillery to strictly control the lagoon during the war. This was done on five islands, Povelia being one of the four that still survive to this day. Now, when the war ended in 1381... What's that mean? What? Islands that survived. Are the other islands underwater now? Or 
Maybe. If it's still an island, it survived. It doesn't matter if the buildings fell, but if it's I poking out of the water, it still survived. Maybe the island is still there, but the actual forts and military posts are gone. Well, maybe. the post didn't survive, but the island sure shit survived. And it's going strong. And is a strong, independent woman. Don't need no man. Mm. True that. All right, let's, let's go ahead and keep going. <laughs> when the war ended in 1381... The island lay dormant for almost 200 years. Yeah, 200 is more than I can count on my fingers, so that's a lot. Yeah, because you only have 10. Yeah. We don't talk about the other one that we had removed. What? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why, but I just kind of wanted you to sprinkle some spooky music as I go phalange. I don't know why. It just, to me, sounded really funny. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The government offered the island to monks in central Italy in 1527, but they declined, so maybe they got some bad juju from the island. But the island served a dark purpose when the bubonic plague hit Italy in 1576. Which I blame us for. Us? Us. What you talking about, us? Humans. Oh. It was our I thought fault. you meant like us for. Yeah, I blame... <laughs> what am I talking about? There about are us. three of us here, hey, sir. Look, look over are here. you including the dog? You're drawing attention to the dog. Don't do that. Oh, oh sorry, sorry, sorry. No, yeah. it, was, it was humans that really did it because the the plague was spread by rats. Us, we were, well, dumb and thought they were harbingers, of, that cats were harbingers of the devil and messengers from the devil. So we walked around killing cats, especially black ones. Their job is to kill rodents. The cats could have squashed the bubonic plague, but didn't get a chance to because we killed them. And then... The mice and the rats kind of overtook the shit. But those people didn't know no better. It doesn't mean they're not at fault. Man, all real dumb. As far they as, thought all the disease just spread through the air. It was like a cloud. And as, they were far like, as, oh. as far as Christianity goes, let's be honest. Eve didn't know any better either. And look what she did. Yeah. It was a doesn't mistake. Mean, doesn't mean it ain't her fault. It was a mistake. Sure it was a mistake. It could be a mistake you run over a kid. Doesn't mean it's not your fault. True. It's our fault that this happened. We could have could have left the cats alone. Shit would have been fine. Okay. Billy's taking a hard stance on the bubonic plague. I did a term paper on this it. This is a wild debate. I did I did a term paper on it in high school. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. When did you ever do a term paper? In high school. I don't remember you ever doing a term paper. Well, it was uh, junior year, senior year. Yeah. It was on the bubonic plague. I we we got to pick our topic and I I picked that one. Everybody else is picking stupid shit, like Feline AIDS, yeah. yeah. You got it. <laughs> That's what I would totally pick, by the way, if that wasn't an actual option. Well, here in a few years, you may have that opportunity. Yes! <laughs> His term paper is going to be like, how I would murder my father if he tells one more goddamn stratosphere joke. <laughs> so, I don't know why I just thought of this, but just imagine me <laughs> like a therapist office. So where did it all begin? Well, um... My father, um, back in 2018, um, he would constantly tell dad jokes all the time, and it, it really crushed my spirit. 
And uh, that that's why now I have a chronic depression. And 17 cats. As soon as... As soon as... And have feline as, age that you're trying to save. And <laughs> trying to save my cats. Like, not, not the bodies he had hidden in floorboards. No, it's dad jokes. And I think the, the guy would relate to it. Like, it's, it all started with a dad joke. And you hear this, the, the psychiatrist do this. I'm here with, with you, buddy. He gives him a big hug. Go on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, Dad, you're getting it. <laughs> All right, back to the topic at hand. So, the bubonic plague hit in 1576, and many islands, including Povelia, became a dumping ground for corpses and the sick called lazarettos. Anyone that even showed mild symptoms, possibly not even from the plague, if you coughed or fucking sniffled, you were ripped from your home and shipped to the island on barges, which also carried the dead. If you had a cut on your finger, get out! Get out! Exactly. And they were accompanied by what is known as plague doctors, hired by the towns that were hit by the epidemic. They wore these macabre masks resembling a bird's beak, in which they stuffed herbs, flowers, and other aromatic items to protect them from the putrid air, which is how they believed disease spread. It reminds me of the Science of the Lambs. Remember uh, when Clarice put the noxzema underneath her nose? Mm-hmm. Kind of like that, really. Yeah, pretty much. And they thought it was kind of like a filter, like they wouldn't pick up the bad air that they thought was the cause for the disease. Till they died from the fucking disease. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure everyone has probably seen these masks and not known what they were. But they covered the face and came out in this long beak-like protrusion. And that's oh. where they stuffed all the flowers and stuff. That's what it is. I know, yeah. I know the, the, what the you're beak, talking about. The it's beak a plague looking. doctor's mask. Oh. Yeah. I, man, we learn new stuff every day. Oh. We're, we're a podcast of learning. You want to learn something cool? If it's about stratospheres, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rub this. No. To stratos- no. <laughs> all right. No. No. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's about the plague. All right. I did a term paper this one time. So. <laughs> you were actually vaccinated against the plague, weren't you? Yeah. In I, the military. Uh, I believe when you joined the military, one of your vaccines is from the bubonic yeah. plague. But, um, oh, so if it ever comes back, bye, bitches. <laughs> it would be weird. Like, the only survivors are going to be veterans from every branch of the military. Like, what do we do now? Like, oh, I guess we, it's ours. It still pops up every once in a while here in the U.S. But, um. And Usually of, in rodents. And a lot of listeners know this, but, um, the, um. The song Ring Around the Rosie mm-hmm. has to do with that. Because you have Ring Around the Rosie, and it's Rings Around the Boils. Mm-hmm. Pocket full of posy, which is you put flowers in your pocket to make you smell better. Kind of like you bouquet yourself. Mm-hmm. Ashes, ashes, we all fall down. is because when you die, you get you, you get cremated and you turn into they ashes. Burn and we ass. all fall down, meaning we die. When yep. I found that out, that that completely changed that uh, for me ever. We could actually possibly do an episode on like nursery rhymes that are really based <gasps> on horrible, horrible things. If you guys do that, invite me on that one too. I am totally <laughs> up for that. You know which one gets me is Rocka by Baby. That one's just fucked up. On the treetop, when the wind blows, the cradle will fall. Yeah, it's like, why would... When the bow breaks, the cradle will fall, and down will come baby cradle and all. That's fucked up. Oh. Yeah, why is your baby in a tree and Why'd you put him in a tree? Falls? You neglectful fucking parent. Just tell some stratosphere jokes. They'll be don't, fine. Don't do that. <laughs> that'll, that'll psychologically damage no. the baby. Don't do that. Dad, put me to tree. Please put me to tree. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, honey. All right, so... So, yeah, they were sent to the island and accompanied by these plague doctors... 
and they they stuffed these masks thinking that would protect them from the disease. And they also would burn the herbs on the island in an attempt to combat the diseased air. Not only would it make things smell better, but they thought it would like help get rid of the disease somehow. The sick would spend up to 40 days in quarantine and they were waiting to see if they would either die or recover. And of course the majority died because now they're all on this one clusterfuck of an island with this disease that's rampant. So even if you didn't have it, when you came, you have it now. Oops. Yeah. 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 For real. For <laughs> real. Yeah. Evil, so. Sorry, some, sorry, Craig. So most of them died. And then, if, like Billy said, their bodies were incinerated to prevent the spread of the disease. And, Which makes sense. And fun fact. Ooh, is it fun or is it sad? It's very sad. It's probably. interesting. It's yeah. neat. Your mom said fun. <laughs> <laughs> the Italian words for 40 days, quaranta giorni is where the modern term quarantine comes from. Whoa, that's a crazy no shit. fun fact. No that shit. That wasn't sad at all. Whoa. Cool. What's sad is that there tens is. of thousands <laughs> of plague victims were burned on the island. Oh, that is so sad. <laughs> it's game over, man. Oh, wait. Things were okay for just a short while, but then the Black Death... Hit again between 1629 and 1631. And it was a far worse outbreak, with an alleged 80,000 deaths in just seven months. Putrid pits were filled with festering, decomposing bodies on the island. She couldn't be happier saying this fucking sentence. (laughs) Look at her, she's fucking giddy. (laughs) She is is smiling so much this year. What? You're sitting here like... 80,000 people die. Like, if you were to... I should if, be stroking a white cat. If yeah. you were to, <laughs> to do, like, a, a presentation on, like, like, like 9-11, the planes crashed into the building. Yeah, if you <laughs> There did, were no survivors. The gr- people were getting stomped <laughs> on, on, on the ground. That's a Mr. Show reference, if you guys don't know. <laughs> 80,000 people. <laughs> and Billy is now putting his pinky to his lips like Dr. Evil. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so the sick or presumed sick were once again pulled from their families and homes unwillingly and dragged kicking and screaming to the island of death. Some were even thrown into the burning pits of bodies while still alive. Those that were still alive lived in horribly squalid conditions with very little treatment for their sickness by the plague doctors. And in this round of the Black Death, Italy lost about one-third of their population during this plague. Ooh, level down. Many of which were burned on Povelia. Okay, um, I'm always about the silver lining. Um, Find one in this. There's more elbow room in your house. (laughs) Right? These people aren't cluttering up my home. God, I don't know how I'm going to be able to get dinner. I have five mouths of it. Three. I can do it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is doable. Billy, I guess, did find some kind of silver lining. Yeah, man. It's all your. It's all just your outlook on life. That's cool. So all of these tens of thousands of people were burned on Povelia, and it is claimed that 50% of the topsoil on the island is actually ash from the incinerated bodies. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. You know, when you talk about how many people were killed, or not killed, well, some were killed, some just straight <laughs> fucking died. Yeah. 
Well, it the, reminded me of this cool historical fact that Genghis Khan killed enough people that he actually cooled the earth. What? What? So many people he killed in his campaigns. He took out so many cities and towns and villages and all that shit, you know. Wildlife took back over. Trees started growing. He he, he put oxygen in the air. He cooled the earth. He cooled the earth's surface. So you're like saying how he's many a good people? guy? Silver. Goddamn lining. <laughs> and okay. elbow room. I've, I've never heard that before. Well, in 1776, the public health office took jurisdiction over the island, and it became a checkpoint for people and goods that were coming and going to and from Venice by way of ship. While America was partying. <clears throat> 1776, guys. Yeah. Like, we got it. America couldn't be Our bothered. brother-in-law may not, but we got it. Remember, know. didn't know what 70, 1776 was. He didn't know? Yeah. I forgot that. Oh, Your hat? Yeah. Yeah, Billy has a hat that's 1776. It's like a veteran company that he got a hat from, and our brother-in-law, God number? love him. What's up with that like, number on your head? What's that mean? <laughs> That's a random like, year. Recall your history classes in high school. That's like a really <laughs> weird year to put on the hat. Why is it that? Yeah. We love him, but God bless him. That was one of those times where he actually got a dude really from me. Yeah. What's what 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 happened in what happened that year? I was like, dude. <laughs> really? Yeah. We have the declaration hanging on our wall right now that What's I can see. <laughs> The Declaration of Independence in 1776. If you aren't from America, you don't know this, and we're not going to give you shit about it. But if you are an American, and you don't know the significance of 1776, pay attention to fucking history class. Really? It's kind of important. Okay, go ahead. I don't want to stray from anything. (laughs) All right. So, the plague hit again in 1793. But not on land, but on two ships. So, once again... The land became a temporary lazaretto for the sick and dying. Oh my god, I have kind of a dad joke. No. I'm going <laughs> to cover my ears. It's a carrier. Ugh. It's a he ca- always makes that it's noise. A car- it's a carrier. Because you, like, the, the, you have a disease, you're the carrier of the disease, and a ship is also a carrier. It's the carrier. Guys, back me up here. So, hold on. So, like... Whenever he tells a, a dad joke, I know this perfectly. He he does this without fail every time. He tells uh, a usually awful a dad joke. This is the only time I want that my son actually probably wanted to say some bullshit. You know, like my dad probably says some bullshit, and then like you, <laughs> I had a feeling you were going to do that. And uh, you know, you know, he's he's like, oh man, oh man, there were two uh, two peanuts. One got mugged and the other got assaulted. And like afterwards, he he makes this sense like <laughs> it's this. You ready? You ready? <laughs> and like like the rest of us are, are like, oh, yeah, dude, that's yeah. Billy's little. <laughs> I just did something funny. So. <laughs> my family hates me now. Oh my god, <laughs> my family hates me now. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> Every time Billy says one of those jokes, Noah's heart shrinks just a little more. Like the Grinch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Except the opposite. It's just shriveling up to blackness. I think we're making, not we, I think I'm making a supervillain from comic books. 
What's going to be your superpower? I don't know, but he's going to murder every dad in the world. <laughs> uh, uh, my, uh, I don't know my uh, my superpower, but but I know my goal in life. Something <laughs> with with the stratospheres and. Yeah. He's going to destroy the whole world. Yeah, yeah. Because if you destroy... He's going to Las Vegas. Because that if, shit's coming down. Because if you destroy the stratosphere, <laughs> we're all done. Get ready for it, guys. <laughs> it's coming soon. <laughs> all right, so the, the bubonic plague hit on these ships. And once again, the land became this dumping ground for everybody that was sick. And it is rumored that during the Napoleonic War, which started in 1803, that the English used Povelia as a base to ambush and slaughter the French. Ouch. The claim is somewhat supported by the wreckage of several French ships that still sit at the bottom of the lagoon. The rumor goes on to claim that captured French commandos were brought onto the island and burned alive. Ew. Yikes. Well, you want results. <laughs> Regardless of whether this is true, the island ended up becoming a permanent quarantine area in 1805 under the rule of Napoleon Bonaparte. He had the old church on the island destroyed and the bell tower was converted into a lighthouse. Who was not as short as people think. Yeah. He really wasn't. He was average, average height. What was he, like 5'8", five, 5'9"? Five, yeah, I think he was like, yeah, so like 5'6", five, 5'8", five, but like it was... His name, I think it was Napoleon or something like that, or it was a nickname meant like little something or other, and that's just what stuck. So everybody just, you know, everybody commonly thought he was well, a short by guy. today's standards, that would be kind of short for a male. The average male is about six foot. Yeah, but not like, because the but way not they like super short. The way they describe him, he's like markedly short, where like he's not, he's not short to where like we're walking down the street. I don't know why we would, but I would like, Elbow no and be like, look at that short motherfucker over there. No, he wasn't, he wasn't that kind of short. <laughs> we here at Martinis and the Macabre have decided to omit this next joke, as we found it too crude to share on this platform. Since we were talking about Walmart, one day it was raining really hard outside. It was a like complete downpour. It was really wet everywhere. And like we went to Walmart to get some stuff. And when we pulled up, you know... I, I pause, I look, there's this old woman with a bag over her head to shield herself from the rain. She and had like, to protect her, her dew. She got her hair like, did. And like, she got her hair did. And like, I pointed it out to dad and this looked so mean. He, he took out his phone and took a picture of it. And he sent that picture to me. And me. And like, and like. <laughs> oh, poor you. Poor you. Oh, my God. This little fucker sitting next to me. I send it, and he's like, send it to me, too. Now you watch me fucking do that part. Uh, 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 that part that he said did not happen. Actually, it did. And then when he was like, send it to me, too, I was like, I already am. So, I'm, 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 no, I'm no Already there. Yeah, uh, send. Yeah, I was doing that. Okay, go ahead. We, we really went off on a tangent. You, you should did. probably block all this tangent. off, because this was a big... Please yeah. keep all of it in, please. Please. <laughs> Okay, so Napoleon took over the place, destroyed the church. He was good at that. Converted the bell tower into a lighthouse. But by 1814, the lazaretto was closed and the island was once again empty. Oops. So what do you do with a large piece of unused land that was the final resting place for tens of thousands of people? Struck, Struck down by plague and war. 
You build an asylum for the mentally ill, of course. Duh, right. I mean, that's just, that's that the happens. Next, that's the next lateral move. Yes, yeah. exactly. You wouldn't do that. Buildings on the island were converted into housing for the mentally ill in 1922. Patients soon began to state that they saw ghosts and heard wailing, disembodied voices. Oh, but, that's creepy. Oh, wow. But all of their claims were disregarded as being rantings of a deranged mind. All the ghosts were like, I'm really not sick. Don't burn me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The ghost kept saying, fuck, it's hot. I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Jesus, I'm sweating bullets all over. <laughs> it, means you're, it, it, it means you're crazy. Strap her down. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, here's a little clip of some of the encounters the Ghost Adventures crew mm. had during their time in the mental hospital. Or as we like to call our heroes. On Povelia Island. They're walking towards us. Oh my god. Oh my god. What was that? Shut it up. Shut it up. It's okay. Oh my god, dude. It's okay. No, that's not okay, man. When that noise happened, an energy burst went through my body, bro. No you can clearly see that we are all standing completely still when this loud, mysterious bang comes from nearby. They're walking towards us. They're walking towards us. Dude, something ran through my body, bro. Just like at the washroom. <laughs> <laughs> it was bro, a noise. Bro, something just... A chill went down my spine, bro. You can say anything you want as serious as you can, and I'm probably going to believe you, but if you end it with bro, I'm going to disregard it immediately. <laughs> I felt an energy go through my body, bro. If, ah, if, fuck you. If you're like, you're like, uh, that 911 operator, and like, someone's like, I'm bleeding out from my chest, bro. It's like, Walk it off. Stop. Walk it off. You're fine. (laughs) You just hang up and he's actually bleeding out. It's like, bro, bro, bro. Sorry, I can't talk. New phone. Who dis, bro? (laughs) Listen, bro. Well, at one point, their EMF detector spiked to 22.2, which is pretty creepy considering there is no electricity on the island. Whoa, bro. Right after this reading, the device malfunctioned, which is odd as well. Whoa, bro. That's crazy. Bro. Bro, 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 him. There is also another claim about the mental hospital. It's said that one of the doctors began mistreating the patients and performed bizarre experiments and crude lobotomies on them. He was convinced that lobotomies were the bee's knees and the cure-all for every type of mental illness. He allegedly used hammers, nails, drills, and chisels without any proper safety or sanitary precautions. That sentence just made me like, like, like physically recoil. Whoa, bro. Whoa, you know, what's funny is like with all these experiments done, it doesn't matter if it's Italy, Louisiana, it doesn't matter if it's in Kentucky or New Orleans. Whenever there's like experiments done, even fucking Nazis doing experiments on twins and shit like that, I guarantee you every time. Fucking Unit 731 or shit. Or Unit 731. I, you know, it was like, I bet every single meeting about that started with, okay, guys. But what if, and then next, now, now it's like this fucking weird experience being done on people. That's like, just, that's a conversation starter. What if? Okay. <laughs> now, brainstorming. Hear me out. And then now, there's like, <laughs> twins are being sewn together and shit. So guys, hear me out. Lobotomies, pretty cool, right guys? Come what? on, bro. 
What if? <laughs> okay, what if we get in there and just poke around with a fucking stick? See what we find. <laughs> I don't know about that, Brian. Okay, <laughs> but what if? <laughs> and then next thing you know, it just snowballs. Ghosts. <laughs> Every place that Zach went started with a sentence called. What if, <laughs> hundreds of years later, here comes Zach. What if we make a mental asylum? What if we do that? That sounds like a really good idea. Guys. Later yeah, on, on the land that tens of thousands have died on. This is such a good idea, guys, right? Later on in the future, if we get angry, bro, can we make X's <laughs> in the air, bro? Bro. <laughs> bro. Um, yeah, from your mouth to God's ears. Yeah. I was actually about to say it. <laughs> yeah, so, Brahim. Yeah, Brahim. I hear you. Well, this doctor also performed unknown experiments on patients in the hospital's bell tower at night, away from prying eyes. Other patients were commonly kept awake at night due to the screams of agony coming from the bell tower. I wonder why why they heard that. That's pretty weird. Yeah, strange, right? I don't get get why they would hear that. You know, you said Nothing going on up here. You said prying eyes. This is how my brain works. Hungry eyes. No, no, no. Friday nights, they're watching, watching you. you. They, they see, see your every move. Retaining goes, but what if? <laughs> hey, Zach. <laughs> well, this the- is one of those cases where if you ask Joe Nickel, I would believe Joe Nickel. Uh, Mr. Nickel, what do you think about this? That's <laughs> fucking bullshit. <laughs> you know what, Joe? I, I'm with you on all that right, one. All right. Give him a pat on the back. What if it didn't happen? You know, Joe, it fucking might not have. <laughs> he said bro three times. Well, Listen, the, bro. This, this alleged doctor soon began seeing ghosts himself as well. He was harassed constantly by dark shadows and menacing voices until he couldn't take it anymore. Wasn't the medicine back then cocaine and lithium? Pretty much. And they saw ghosts. Here's a little dose of heroin for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put some heroin under your tongue. (laughs) Well, he supposedly climbed up the bell tower and allegedly jumped, though some say an entity pushed him. There was a nurse that supposedly witnessed the event. She was like, like, damn, dude. (laughs) Bro. Bro. (laughs) (laughs) Just imagine, like, her eyewitness report. Wait, wait. Did I just say a poor instead of report? And then we all can't speak to that. Welcome to the club. <laughs> her eyewitness support. Report? Her eyewitness report is like, <laughs> yeah, he stepped back a few. He's like, bro, 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 listen, bro. 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 <laughs> we As he fell him, to his death. Bro. <laughs> well, she claimed that the doctor was still alive after the fall, though badly injured. He was, he was like... <laughs> He was like, ah, no, 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 no. Because, you know, when you hit the ground really hard from falling really high. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing that got Yeah, he's like, he's like, I bit my tongue off and I bit my arm. But all this in Italian. (laughs) Italian, Italian words, Italian words. (laughs) I'm dying in Italian. (laughs) I still did it. I still did it. (laughs) He's trying to say something. What is he saying? Don't. Jump off of buildings. <laughs> Fucking <It> sucks. Hurts. <laughs> Ouch. I kind of wish I had the fucking plague. Uh, is that my elbow sticking out of me? 
Well, she claimed that he was still alive. But bounced, which was neat. <laughs> but that a mist came over his body and violently choked him to death. Oh. A very... <laughs> That's what did it. <laughs> no, That's what did his it. heart stopped. That's uh, what did it, Billy. Uh, a fart cloud fucking did it. <laughs> <laughs> he farted so hard and so aggressively that the fart was aggressive enough to well, choke him. Well, I mean, him. that impact would push some air out of you. God got mad. And then... That... God got so mad. He was like, really? You're still fucking... Okay, we're fixing this. <laughs> <laughs> God farted and, and, and fucking ripped out his throat. <laughs> in parentheses, like choking in Italian. <laughs> well, he died. He dies in Italian. He's like, oh, eggplant parmesan. That's all I really know. Parmesan, the vagina. Olive Garden. Ah. No offense to any Italian people. Oh, God. Uh, endless soup and salad. My throat. <laughs> Italian dressing. Uh, if you want to hear more about Olive Garden, go Garden. back and listen to it. I believe it's episode 18. Always take your prom date to Olive Garden. Next time you guys go to Olive Garden, you guys should get the tour of Italy. I get that every single time. He gets it every time. I'm going to give you some. I'm gonna tell you some fucking bullshit. They don't take us anywhere. We stay in the fucking booth the yeah, entire time. Yeah, complete letdown. Although, although it, it tastes good too, they give you like 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 sixty seven pounds of food on one plate. Really, it's a two man lift to get that plate. On I only table. completely <laughs> finished it inside the restaurant once, and that was on my birthday when I was really hungry. So yeah, but you didn't yeah. see Italy. Yeah, no, no, nope. it was still a lame. You're fucking up Olive Garden. Well, a very common rumor about the doctor is that his body was bricked up within the hospital walls after he died. Why? Why not just fucking bury the guy? I don't know. That's why it's a rumor. Guys, why is there this mist coming coming out of the wall? It's coming at me. (laughs) Full force. It's watching me. It stinks. (laughs) Ew. 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 It's God's fart, son. So these stories made it to the mainland and have been told numerous times over the years, but I was unable to actually find a name of this alleged doctor. Stay clear of the fart, son. But what I do have is a pretty long clip of Zack, the host of Ghost Adventures, allegedly becoming possessed and filled with anger. Wait, I'm getting your beer. I don't want to miss it. Hold on. Me? Yeah, I said you. you. Stop, dude. Get the f- out of here. Just then, an overwhelming feeling of extreme anger and hatred came over me. I can't explain it, but it's hard to ignore the chain of events that led up to this moment. First, Nick asking the spirits to use our energy. Then Aaron feeling suddenly drained. And this extremely high EMF spike caused by this strange ball of light. This was so disturbing for me to personally watch that we are only showing part of what I believe is a demonic possession. I do recall as I look back at Nick, everything I saw was like a red filter over my eyes. Then I lost all memory of what happened after that point. Aaron, come here. Hold this, hold this. Hold this. Let it go, let it go, put it down. 
keep going. Keep going. Seriously, you guys, Zach, come on. No. Yes, we need to regroup, man. Oh. We're taking that machete away from Something Zach. got inside of me, man. That was not me. That was not me. I don't even remember that much. I remember screaming, but I don't remember knowing what I was saying. Dude, get out of there, man. Just come on. I don't feel like I can move from here, dude. I don't know why. I can't give you answers right now. This is an island of death, guys. People came here to die hundreds and hundreds of years ago, but it kept going on and on. Do you understand that? Do you think it's coincidence that the Black Plague came through here and they burned and buried people here? Do you think it's coincidence that they executed murderers here? Do you think that's all coincidence? No. No. People come here to die. Do you think the trend is going to keep going or it just stops because we're here? They want us to die here. Why? Right, we're getting out of here. Come on. No. Yeah, 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 come on. Hold on a second. No, come on. Watch your head. As soon as I left this doorway to the building, it felt as if a very dark veil had been lifted off of my body. I feel so dizzy. Dude, that's how I felt. I feel so dizzy, man. I'm just like... This is the first time we have ever felt the need to pause an investigation in order to rid ourselves of evil. Luckily, an exorcist we've worked with before had given us some holy anointing oil to use in an emergency situation just like this. Please rid me of all evil spirits in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. We questioned ourselves whether or not this lockdown was safe to continue, but we fully understand the extreme risks involved in what we do, and that's why we had to proceed. So right now... So was Zach overtaken by the mad doctor? Or could it have been a mistreated patient wanting revenge? Could it have been neurosis or showmanship for the camera? I'm sorry, um, you might be possessed by a um, god-ghost fart monster, but... (laughs) You ain't above getting hit in the face. I think I know how he got possessed. He smelled a really bad smell. He's like... His cameraman farted. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't even the way he farted. Aaron farted. He was like, fuck you, man. (laughs) Zach, are you okay? I hate you. Whoever smelt it, dealt it. (laughs) You crop dusting piece of shit. I'm going to murder your family. Talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so in 1968, the hospital closed and all of the residents of Povelia Island left. The land was briefly used for agriculture, mostly vineyards, and then completely abandoned. The buildings left are crumbling and the foliage is trying to reclaim the land, especially in the plague fields where the burning pits were located. Plague fields. Great. The Ghost Adventures crew brought along machetes to make their way through the overgrown fields, where they noticed the smell of something burning. Or was it a fart? Who knows? Yes. <laughs> then Zack put on a plague doctor's mask and tried to incite the spirits to interact by asking questions in Italian. Then they picked up what they deemed a disembodied voice. Please, care. Oh, listen. Aaron! I was already hearing activity coming from the field. Just then, I heard a disembodied voice, and it appeared to be calling to me. Here is the enhanced audio. Oh, it's pretty scary. The island remains uninhabited, 
and most refuse to go there. And those that wish to go must obtain a special permit that can only be obtained through a shitload of paperwork. And even if you get the permit, you might have difficulty procuring a boat, as they are few and far between because most boat helmsmen refuse to go near it. Of course, people have made the voyage illegally, leaving graffiti on the dilapidated walls of buildings. Those that have been have made many claims about the island of tortured souls. Many are immediately met with a feeling of immense dread and despair, or are overcome with an uncontrollable urge to do a 180 and immediately leave. Some hear wailing, moaning, or voices, like the one the Ghost Adventures crew caught, apparently challenging Zack to a fight, which I'll play here. Say un assassino. Just then, I heard a disembodied voice that was also captured on my digital recorder. What struck us as odd is it appears to be speaking in English. Is this the demonic being I encountered earlier? Okay, right now, I'm feeling something. Just go right through my body. It's making my body react. Look at that, 79 degrees. And my body is chilling right now. Now it's going back down to 74. Now the temperature's going back down. 73. That's 10 degrees right there, okay? It's... in the same spot that right there is what I'm feeling that right there is a spirit going through here yeah so apparently it says let's fight according to the screen where it puts those words in quotes but it may be something completely fucking different because it should be in Italian they wanted bro to come and attack them I guess I, uh, let's uh, do I speak now here's the thing hold on Oh no. Glasses on. Yes, the glasses on. They're on. Okay, I have a feeling, and could be wrong, but I think the feeling actually is based off of feeling. Uh, they wouldn't have gone to this uh, unless they've heard about it, so they kind of know what to expect. Kind of the same way as if you go and visit Auschwitz. You're going to be pretty somber, you're going to be pretty sad. Why? Because of what happened there. If you go to the suicide forest at the base of Mount Fuji, you're going to be kind of sad and respectful and not like Logan the shit out of it, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. You're, going to have, you're, you're going to have a preconceived emotion going into it. And so if you go to a place and you're like, this is haunted as but, shit. But no. And you show up Zach there. Zach goes into every location angry. He really does. He really does. He's the Cobra Kai of fucking ghost Sweet hunters. the leg. Yeah. <laughs> And but it's like all these people that go there illegally, or they or they or they actually get a chance to book a carrier, huh? yeah, to get there. Um, uh, only they know when they get there, they they know that bad things have happened. There's been the plague; people have died. Some doctor fell slash push slash fucking whatever off the place, and they know Zach was there. So all of this together, you're going to show up there and be like, I feel uneasy. Well, you, you made yourself feel uneasy on the way there because you knew what where you were going. Or it's haunted. 
I guarantee you. <laughs> I guarantee you. If I go, if I go to the place and they're like, "This is where Taffy was first invented," I'd be like, "Fuck yeah! I'd have the happiest time of my fucking life." But if you, if you should show me a house and you're like, you know, this is where ninety people were murdered, I'm gonna be like, oh, "God damn!" Oh, you know, sense. like you're gonna carry that with you. I think they already showed up. This feeling of uneasiness. Well, you had it when you applied for that fucking thing from the government. You had it when you booked the ship. You had it when you stepped off the ship. And now that you're on the island, you're like, oh, I feel uneasy. Do you? Do you fucking really? Because that's why you're fucking there. Okay. Glasses off. Also, when he, when he did the whole carrier thing again, he, he physically assaulted me, too. Totally. So, like... Um, Don't assault only, our son. He's not a peanut. Not, not, uh, you called him peanut. Remember when he was a little one? <laughs> he's not a peanut anymore. And like that was Noah's nickname when he was little. That wasn't a mom <laughs> joke or a dad joke. That was a parent joke. <laughs> Boom. And uh, seems like these, these we're gonna die tonight. These jokes are uh, are, are gonna cause your death. Yep. Uh, tonight I'm gonna I'm gonna grab a really r- r- rusty spoon and uh, yeah. <laughs> Wow, where that's some f- dark shit. Where the fuck do we have a rusty spoon? You know, know what? He's been saving it for special occasion. <laughs> Under my bed in the shoebox. It's in the shed. Next to the dead cat. Oh my God. There's, there's a lot we don't know, Noah. You know how every time you guys clip your toenails, I come through and pick them up? That plus the spoon. I made a knife out of them. Come here. <laughs> All right, so... Some claim that the bell tower that the crazed doctor jumped from can be heard ringing with no one there to ring it. <gasps> Trusty sidekick Aaron picked up an alleged disembodied voice from the bell tower area. Of course he did. Show me a sign. <clears throat> oh my god! Sound like a throne right out in this room. Is that you, Priestel? Is that you, Priestel? You sneezed. And I wish you guys could see Aaron's face, because he makes that O face that he always makes. Oh, oh that, she, she has the laptop faced away from me. I, I really is the, it's... Well, no, no. It's, it's easy. It's easy. It's easy. Look. Billy's making there the Aaron face. We all can. If you've seen the Ghost Adventures, you know the face that Aaron makes when he hears a noise. See, so, like, imagine sneezing so loud that you scare yourself. Oh my god! But he was, Aaron was packing a machete, so it's all good. Oh my god, that was loud. Was that you jumping, Priestel? Oh my gosh, I'm gonna go check it out some more. Just in case, machete, something up. That's right, guys. He can fuck something up because he's got a machete. Even though it's supposed to be a disembodied ghost that you can't do anything to. That's river radical, bro. That's where if I was was an Italian ghost, I would manifest myself and conjure up the English words, come at me, bro. That's like... (laughs) It's like, oh, wow, what are you going to do? Cut me? Ooh. (laughs) Please don't. But uh, shortly after this, his camera quit working, so that machete didn't really work too well at keeping tormented ghosts away, because they still fucked up as shit. There are multiple claims about people seeing shadowy figures and being told by disembodied voices to leave and never return. There are further claims of being nudged or shoved by unseen forces, as well as some claims of full-on physical attacks. 
Psychics have visited the island and describe it as being full of malignant, angry, suffering entities that disdain trespassers. William Jones went there and being interviewed upon his arrival back to the mainland said, quote, Bitches be tripping. <laughs> After sensing the malevolent energy of the island, most psychics refuse to return. Now, in 2014, the government announced an online auction to lease the island, along with some other historic properties in Italy, for 99 years, hoping that prospective investors could give the island some use and help lessen the national debt with the money from the lease. Once again, there's so many numbers in, in, in this that are so big that I just can't count them all. My I know. Ten and fingers it, just isn't it enough. so sad. Phalanges. What do you mean, till I have eight? Mwahaha, phalanges. <laughs> Are you going to take on some ghosts with my headband? You guys should see him right as he was saying that. He was putting on a headband. He's wearing one of those stretchy elastic cloth headbands that's mine. I'm wearing it. That's yours. Oh. I'm wearing one for me. He's ready now. for battle. Well, an anonymous bid was made in the amount of what would be to us... $704,000. That's more than I count my fingers. I know. The bidder, so many numbers. <laughs> the, I'm confused. The bidder was eventually identified as Luigi Brugnaro, an entrepreneur who owned a local professional basketball team. He planned to turn the island into a clinic for the treatment of people with eating disorders. Oh, that's great. Another that. fucking clinic. That's great. <laughs> well, the government deemed the bid to be too low... And not worth their while. So they stopped the whole fucking auction. Brugnaro started actual legal proceedings against the government for not honoring his bid. But he ended up dropping his case after deciding to run for mayor of Venice and deciding it would be a conflict of interest. So the island this day still sits uninhabited by the living. Its only occupants, the hundreds of thousands of toiling spirits still roaming the grounds. Kinda maybe. Would you want to go? Because if you do, you're going to feel fucking uneasy. I want to go. It could really be haunted. We don't know. We're making fun of ghost adventures, but maybe it is. Like, I'll walk on there and I'll be like, E-N-O-P-E. What's that spell? Nope. <laughs> That's nice. Walk through the island. Where's your son? On the boat eating shrimp. He's crying. How's everything going? Ah, fucking mosquitoes. I'm having the worst time. Wish I was back on the boat with Noah. Really? Now to think about it. NLP. <laughs> yeah, that whole, I, that's more than I count on my fingers. And I go to Walmart, he does that shit. When they're going up the total, he's like, that's more than I have. And he holds up his hand. <laughs> like, like $67. I can't. I want to. Sorry, 16. listeners. Uh, Noah thinks 10 is the biggest number ever. Yeah, yeah. It, it is, is, Billy. Shut up. I have. What? <laughs> oh, so like seriously, when we're I... blowing his mind. Cue Noah's breakdown. Okay, <laughs> 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 okay. Side tangent: when I when I was like six, I used to think one hundred dollars was like the equivalent to like one million, and like I think every six year old thinks that. Yeah, I do yeah, too. Yeah, and like like Nugget thought he was baller today because he had ten dollars. And like uh, I went to his work. Uh, when, I, when I was like six, and like and like there were a few hundreds on like the desk, and I was sitting there like, "How do you have that much money?" Yeah, it's a little creepy. That'll get you like seven things at Walmart. 
<laughs> Save money, spend less. Roll like, back. Yeah. I, I, I like Best Buy. You get it for one hundred ninety-eight dollars. So like we're we're way less, dude. Yeah, a dollar. I'll buy that for a dollar. Hey yo, can I get a dollar? Best oh, Buy, you could go outside and panhandle and get $5 and walk in and get a Best Buy fucking credit card. <laughs> and walk out with a fucking flat screen. I know. I did it. Not the panhandling part. Well, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> All oh, right. So that's, that, there. That's, oh. that's the story of Povalia. Creepy island with disease that, that and death. That might be haunted, maybe, if you want maybe. it to be when you get on the boat. Ooh. Don't you just throw papers around. You are a guest, sir. A guest. That's right. An an 18-year guest, and your time is fucking running out. Uh, I know. I know. Just just enjoy your time in my future office. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that's it, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you liked what you heard, please get on iTunes, leave us a five-star rating and a review. This is really the best and easiest way to help us. It really helps with the visibility of the show, makes us easier to find, and although it can be a pain in the ass, we would super appreciate it if you could do that. And like it is scientifically proven by me that if you do rate He has not done any testing on this. Um, um, uh, what she said is, is, uh, 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 a false a- accucate. <laughs> a fox? <laughs> Acu- fox accusation. <laughs> a false a- accusation. And, uh, it is scientifically proven by me. I've done, I've done tons of research on this. That if you do, in fact, give it a five star review, you're pretty cool. All yeah. right. Yeah. I'll you're, buy that for a dollar. Your ace is in my book. That's the best, one of the best documentaries I've ever seen. I'll buy that for a dollar. Robocop. One of the best documentaries out there. I know, hun. I know. He's about a cop that takes on the streets with his fists. With these, man. His robotic fists. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so, anyway, back to the reviews on iTunes. If you could give us a five-star rating or review, that would be splendid. And please check out the other great podcast on the Murderly Network. And show them some love. You can find all of us at murder.ly on your interwebs. And if you would like to be a real baller and financially support the show, please go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash martinis in the macabre and make a pledge. Even just one little dollar gets you access to our patron-only audio each month and a shout-out on the show. And for just a few dollars more, you can get some exclusive goodies. And once again, thank you to our patrons, Kate, Hunter, Cooper, Bridget, Molly, Sue, Holly, Stephen, Corey, Amy, Donald, Christy, Corina, Bonnie, and I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly, Marie Maxime. You awesome snuggle bunnies. You guys like us. Undying love. Uh, you guys are real cool. You guys are the bee's knees. Oh my god. Oh, and up until a couple of years ago, Erica had no idea what the cat's pajamas actually were. I never heard it before. I've never heard that either. What are you talking about? The cat's pajamas. What? It's Are like the bee's knees, serious? I guess. Okay, hold on. It's hey, supposed Google. to be really good. What does the cat's pajamas mean? Don't Here's bring the it. definition of the Don't cat's bring. pajamas. Yeah. An excellent person or thing. There you go. It's a thing. It's a saying. It's a thing. I can't help it that I've never heard it before. It's really cool when like uh, your father yells at you for not knowing a phrase. Yeah. yeah so if up. you guys want to be the cat's pajamas... <laughs> 
head on over to Patreon and throw us a dollar or two. And you can now make a one-time donation in the amount of your choosing via our PayPal link on our website, martinisandthemacabre.com. And it's near the bottom of the homepage. It's under the Patreon link. And I did realize today that there was an issue where you couldn't click on it. I had a box overlaying that area and it was preventing the clicking. So I have fixed that. You can now click on that and give us a donation if you would so choose to. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Martinis and the Macabre on Twitter, Martini underscore Macabre. Be sure to join our fan page on Facebook, friends who like Martinis and the Macabre. We love interacting with you guys, so please feel free to post whatever you like on the pages and share our posts. And sharing our pages, posts, and tweets really helps get the word out. So please share away, tag somebody. Anything you get, you can do to get the word out would be super appreciated. Retweeting stuff is a really cool practice. Oh, and if you've made it this far, and if Kate, ignorance was bliss. Kate, if you're still listening, I got you a present. She knows what I'm talking about because I asked her. She sent so, she sent me to she sent something to us the pod cards. Mm-hmm. I asked her. I was like, okay, what do I owe you for this? Because you, you you shipped it and everything. She was like, it's free. But I got you something. I just now ordered it while we were doing this episode, and um, it's going to be shipped to me, and I'm going to ship it to you. So. Thanks, Kate. Enjoy. All right. You heard it here first. We do ship for other podcasts like they do ship for us. Oh, and this time, um, I don't think me and you should plug anything. Noah. Yeah. Go. We plug you all the time. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah, we've got Minimus Noah here in studio. In studio. Tell us about your music. You have a weird way of saying living in. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, I'm in the studio right now. Uh, yeah, I have music that is on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, usually wherever you can find music, unless if you find your music at, at, at Billy Bob's house, I don't know what he does. <laughs> but, um, He's actually in the process, you're changing distributors, right? Yeah, uh, views will be taken off shortly from streaming platforms but they'll be back on that is his initial album that he has put out it's called views if you go on our website you can find all the different links um that we have on there where you can find it on whatever platform you choose oh and congratulations you sold an album so yeah congratulations now you got paid for your music you're a professional musician now oh wow and while we got you here can you tell us like what inspires you? Like, how do you make your music? Do you get a feeling and go off of that? Do you just hear a sound and go um, off of that? I usually, I make music whenever I feel like it. Like, usually it's on Saturdays, but this Saturday I make one. Oops. <laughs> and yeah, I just kind of go from there, I guess. You just kind of get in the vibe and... yeah make stuff, put it together. And I, I do have to say it to me, a 14 year old making the type of music that you're making. It's really astonishing. I'm incredibly proud of you and in awe of you that you can make this. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. Even if you, it's not the type of music that you like to listen to. The fact that a 14 year old has put all this together and the way he's put it together, it has a very worldly feel. There's different types of vibes in the songs it is is it's really an awesome album, so I honestly suggest you guys go on iTunes or wherever 
and look up Minimus Noah. The album is Views. Listen, buy it. It's it's really great. So I just want to say I'm super proud of you. And you have a fan, um, Cooper. If I'm not mistaken, I believe Cooper is a um, big fan. Yeah, we've actually had a couple people tell us that yeah. they really like your music. Yeah. Okay. If you like my music, thank you, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is really good. And we are super proud and amazed as your parents and as listeners. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm not surprised. I'm not either. I'm not surprised. You're an awesome kid, so. <laughs> it just kind of goes with how you are. All right. Like I said, you can follow us on all the social media, share our posts. You can visit our website, martinisinthemacabre.com. You can learn a little bit more about us, listen to our complete episode catalog, or listen to all of the songs created by Minimus Noah here that we use at the end of each episode. And of course, keep listening because we'll put another one at the end of this episode. And be sure to find his first official album, like I said, it's called Views. You can find it on multiple music providers it will be down for a short period of time but it will be back please go get it for any questions comments or topic suggestions shoot us an email at martinis in the macabre at gmail.com or you can use the contact page on the website and i think that about wraps it up also i'm gonna try to work on music for the next album I currently only have like two songs done. And the thing with the next one is it keeps changing each time that I approach. But I... It's uh, like making a different draft when you're writing a paper. I think I think the thing that... Like when you write about the bubonic plague. <laughs> I should probably hold off on, on making another uh, cover for it. Since like I, th- I think the cover is one of the main things that like, it keeps changing. Like, no joke, I think I've gone through, like, 15. I would get all of the music together and then try and find the vibe that those put out and find the See, like, the image that goes with it. With, with views, uh, it was the complete opposite. I made the, the image before everything else. And uh, I called the image views, and so I kind of just went from there. We'll brainstorm, workshop it, roll some things around. See yeah. what sticks? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. So, in that case, once again, thanks for listening. Stay safe, Snuggle Bunnies. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye. Bye. Bye.
They always talk so fucking tough, but then as soon as they hear a mouse fart, they fucking go running and screaming, talking, bra, 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 bra. Oh my god, bra. Bra, 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 bra. Did you that? Oh my god, bra, bra, bra. And then Zach is like, hey, you guys need to shut the fuck up. Oh my god, did you hear that? Like, like a chair just like kind of moves slightly. Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) At this time, we played it back and we heard this. But like the subtitle is like, I have died of a horrible (laughs) disease and I want you to live with me in the void. Tuberculosis. Cries in Italian. Cries in Italian. Heart failure. Italian. Parmesan. 